Welcome to the Social for Brokers podcast with me, your host, Chris Target. This podcast is for mortgage brokers and estate agents who are looking to grow their online presence through social media. I'll share tips, best practices, and useful tools that will help you save time and ultimately expand your business. Welcome to the Social for Brokers podcast. Today, I have the one and only Samantha Cerrone on the podcast to talk about how successful her estate agency has been off the back of being consistent on social media. Now, if you didn't know, Sam and I are very good friends, and Sam hired me as an estate agent in 2014. We both launched our own businesses in the last couple of years and been supporting each other through it all. She's perfect because I look after her marketing and her social media, and I know exactly how she works as an estate agent. Now, she's got an incredibly successful estate agency business, and I'm super proud of, of what she's achieved in the last couple of years. But we've got, it's got to be said, it's not just down to social media. It's been a lot of hard work from her and her team. But with 80% of the leads coming through social media, I had to get her back on the podcast and explain exactly how she did it. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say I did everything to get her the leads because Sammy's the one that sat there at 11 o'clock on social media, replying to messages, putting social content out there. So I don't want to take any shine away from this. I want to talk to Sam about how social media has grown. To put it in perspective, Sam started with zero followers and got to 3,000 followers in under 18 months. This is on her Facebook page. She gets 80% of the leads through social media and we're going to tell a little bit of a story, but she gets known as the property lady in her local area. So please, if you've got a pen and paper, take some notes on this about what Sam has done to get to this level. So Sam, massively honoured again to have you back on the podcast. Thanks for coming on. God, what an intro. Because <laughs> so, I know Sam so well, it's easy enough just to run out of what's <laughs> happened with the business, how like Sam's the best estate agent that I've ever known. And anybody that works in the EXP model will will definitely second that. So, um, but you've taken it to the next level with your, with your social media and that's really want to get into. But before we get into that, Sam, anybody that hasn't listened to the old episode, give us a bit of a background to who you are, what you do, what you did. Um, so I have been in a state agency for, I have to think about this every single time, 16 years, I think it is. Do you know, I think it's 17 now, isn't it? Oh my God, how bad's that? So 2000 2005, I started... 17 years this year, yeah. Oh, so 17 years, yeah, this June, July. Wow. Okay, even I've just shocked myself there. Um, so, yeah, initially started at Dixon's in Countrywide, um, and I was a trainee negotiator there and worked all my way up and was there for 13 years. Um, deep down, I didn't want to leave. I genuinely loved it. I loved the, the excitement, the buzz, uh, the career path, all the training that come with it. I made lots and lots of amazing friends. Um, but then had the opportunity to go and run a local business in an area of Redditch, which is where I cover now, um, which I sort of cried handing my notice in, didn't really want to leave, but it was yeah. an opportunity I couldn't say no to. Um, it was actually an opportunity to run a company as opposed to a branch. Um, so anybody that's listening that's from the corporate world would hopefully fully understand that. Um, and then after two years of being there, lockdown kicked in. Um, you could see the world was changing in the way that we work. And that is when I put pen to paper um, and did lots of research and decided to set up by myself. So yeah, literally set up just as we were easing out of the first lockdown. Yeah, madness, wasn't Amazing. it? Absolutely and, crazy. And the thing is, I, in, in this particular area, I think you were probably one of the first ones to go down that 
going yeah. out on your own and going and down that shelf there was no self-employed agent at the time and I think I think that was my big go-to uh, that yeah. was where I mean anybody looking to join EXP that's where I say there's nobody there you've got to jump on it now yeah I think now we've got there's about three or four that try and cover my sort of area yeah um, yeah got in there first and that was your your aim wasn't it dominate the market for the first yeah. couple of years and just make yourself and that's how you've been known to be known as the property lady can you just quickly tell that story before we get started because i love this um so i took my youngest boy swimming he goes on a tuesday night um I'd shout out to joey my little trouble boy um I'd actually had a really bad day I'd lost an instruction and I was reading the message from this lady that decided not to use me and the lady behind the cap I was getting a cup of tea ready to go and watch the swimming lesson and she went you the property lady and I was like oh yeah in my head I'm like really annoyed that I've lost this instruction (laughs) and then all of a sudden like oh yes yes you know That makes me so proud to know because that's exactly what you set out to do. You were like, yeah. I want to be known as the, I remember when when you first set out, you were like, I want people just to come to me if they've got any questions about property. I want to be the go-to lady when it comes to property. Yeah. Two years down the line, you're then getting that. And it's not, you, you've never been a person where you love this local celebrity status. I'm not saying it's like that, but just from what you said you wanted to do and th- at that moment you'd achieved it, you must have been absolutely buzzing. Oh God, yeah, because she was just a first time buyer. So she didn't have a house to sell. Mm. She like said, I love following you. And then I said, just drop me a message and I'll give you some more help. And that that is all it is. And I say to me and the girls that work for me, what really excites me is where the business could be in five years time. So all these people that maybe are buying with other agents that have got lots more stock than me, mm. I'd like to think that come to me in three, four years time when they want to sell. Yeah. Um, and that, that's, that's what it's really exciting. But yeah, my eldest boy says, Oh god, you're famous, you are everywhere we go. You know <laughs> I went and sat with him and Travis hair the other week. So people just pop in, hi Sam, hi Sam, the dentist the other day. Everyone um, knows you. Yeah, but you've got to remember I am first I'm 36 on Saturday. Oh my god. Right. Um I'm born and bred. I'm born and bred uh Bromsgrove and obviously yep. Redditch I've, I've sold houses in Redditch for what 17 years. We've just worked out. Um so it's it's quite a small group. You know that, Chris. You know. Yeah, it's Redditch and Bromsgrove. If anyone knows it, it's it's quite. Everybody knows each other. Everybody knows each other. It's almost like everyone knows each other. It is. Yeah. When I to school in the area and everything, it is easy to always sit. Chances are, a lot of my appointments are with somebody that we know of someone. It's yeah. Nice. And it's different because I live South Birmingham, and it's not as like there's a lot of support for small businesses local businesses in Redditch Mm -hmm. and Bromsgrove and everyone's out to support each other whereas Birmingham I think that population is bigger you kind of get lost sometimes in that um but anyway sorry too much about Redditch but give to give the listeners an idea of what kind of business you do how many properties do you list a month and then how many of those do you sell per month at the minute um, so we're just about to finish February, um, but January's figures, we finished on 16 instructions, um, which just to put into comparison, the January before we put on five. Wow. Um, so it shows you how much it had grown, like 300%, it's flipping amazing. Um, and then we sold 13 of those in January. February, we're already, oh, we've got about just under a week to go. We're already on 13 instructions and we're already on 14 sales. Wow. Uh, yeah, it, it's it, it's crazy. It's and what's crazy. your busiest month been in the last 12 months? How many instructions have you put on? Um, so our busiest month was actually last year in May, which is where we put uh, 19 instructions on. 
So we've sort of got it up on a board in the office. I think we're desperate to get up to like 20 instructions. But Hit that 21. The four figures that I was doing at the corporate world and the independent yeah. that I was doing. So it, it is, it's phenomenal. It really is. Yeah, it because I think as a, as a lister, so I was Sam's lister and it was targeted for a week, wasn't it? 16 a month. Yeah. Do you think that was with a team of that was a manager, a lister, and maybe two negs as well for the busier branches? That's four full-time staff. Yeah. 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 Right. And we'll talk about the team. Um, but you haven't got there's not four full-time. I mean, the team is yeah. is phenomenal, but there's not four full-time yeah. members of staff, nine to five, Monday to Friday, is there? No, it just shows what can be done and we're going to get into how we do that but let's move on to social media because this is exactly why we're here so we've got a bit background about sam we've talked about the success of the business first thing i want to ask is how important has your brand been for being recognized how important it's the key to the success um yeah, yeah i think obviously i've got my board on the on, on, on my i've got my face on the board yeah a lot of people will be like, oh, you're the one with the face on the board. Yep. Um, yeah. The thing is, there's two things there, isn't there? I can't live without it. it. It's the most important thing going in my business. Your face is your brand. But what I've seen over the last year is your brand has then been enhanced by the way you deal with people. So yeah. when people are phoning the team now, it's it doesn't necessarily have to be you on the end of the phone. It's you've trained your girls and your girls respect you in a way that they will deal with them exactly how you want to. So the brand has almost become the own way of doing things. You've literally just hit the nail on the head. But I think you can support me, Chris, in the fact that we talk really closely. And yeah. when I started taking staff on, I was really worried because... The first part of when we launched, wasn't it? It was all about, you've got me and only me. Mm-hmm. And I was really worried, wasn't I, about announcing my first member of staff? But that's where social media is. If, if you've got somebody like you that supports me on it, we make sure that when we go live on something... Sorry, just bear with me. Busy estate agent, that's what it is. <laughs> when we go live on something, we put so much thought into the background of it. And we always, we always talk about the perception, don't we? About yeah. how it will be how it will come across on social media now everybody knows i talk about brand and colors and i'm not going to go into that today because if you listen to the episode from before we go into that in quite depth but when i talk about the brand on social media what sam does is sam's really personal with her content so her brand is talking about how she loves her clients and how she looks after her buyers and how she wants to help people and a lot of people don't think that's a brand but it actually is it's you being authentic this is a big thing for me that people have to be authentic with social media. You can't just go and look at somebody else's content and copy it because it's going to be, it's not authentic to you. So then when you sit in somebody's living room doing your valuation, if you've done a post around, say, talking about um, something that, like house prices rising, but you don't physically believe that, it's so much harder to speak to people about in the living room. So where do you get your topics of social media content from and how do you put it across on social media, Sam? Um, so a good, I'd say a good 50, 60% is you. <laughs> <laughs> Come up with the ideas. But this is the thing, guys, I wanted to get across how it's, it's a relationship between somebody that does your social media and yourself. You need to get that balance right. I think where we're lucky, Chris, is you you know me inside out. So if I I, I think there was a, there was a, some time back last year where it was just so busy I couldn't even think about social media and you come up with all the ideas for me 
but I know that because we talk normally and you know me, those social media posts would go up in theory with with my your voice on it. That makes sense. Um, but the majority of my ideas will come from. Um, you might give me an idea and then I expand on it. Okay, yeah. It is what's happened maybe within that week. I think I was sat at home the one night thinking we'd have like three down valuations in one week. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's becoming quite a normal subject between a lot of clients at the moment because of what's going on in the market. So I think I messaged you, didn't I, saying, could you give me a visual? Yes. Um, I was actually going through loads of my visuals that you'd used before and I was thinking, I don't want to bother Chris, it's late. <laughs> I'll just use one of my normal visuals. And this visual just wouldn't link to what the I had. valuations. So bless you, you did do it for me. And it was it was an awesome visual. Um, and then it took me about an hour to write um, the content for it. And it was based on the fact that I had three down valuations that week. And I only went to an appointment the week after. It's funny you say this, that then you go and sit in someone's living room and you've got to be passionate about what you talk about. They said, I've seen your post about down valuations. It was the most interesting post I'd had. How's it going to work wow. if it happens for me? Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that somebody had. I know somebody spoke with you, but I didn't know that they said it was I interesting. Was literally a week later, and I'm thinking, yes, this is why I do it. <laughs> yeah. But would it have been interesting if you just copied and pasted it off an article on a website? No, because it's not I you. Think that. I, no, I suppose my. I mean, my grammar isn't the best either. Flipping out. That's why it takes me an hour to write all the content. <laughs> Um, but it is, it's down to me. And that's that's the conversation I'll be having with somebody on the phone or in their living room. Yeah. That social media is me saying it. So when you when you go to copy and paste someone else's work, it just doesn't work, does it? It's not genuine so. to you. Right, so now I want to get into kind of the nitty gritty of how a day looks for you on social media. So I want you to tell us, just give us a lowdown. What do you upload to Instagram stories? How long do you spend sitting on the sofa at night or loading properties? Do you upload right move links? Do you upload photos? Because there'll be estate agents out there going, how did you do it? So the floor's yours, Sam. What do you do on a daily basis? It all depends on what's going on in the business that week. And it also depends on what I've set up with the client. Okay. So, um, you did some amazing visuals for me recently, but for my stories where it's a big magnifying glass. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't told you this because this happened last night, by the way. All right. Um, so it's a big magnifying glass and then I put the picture in and it's basically just a sneak peek and it's just the address. There's nothing else. That's it. So last night I got instructed on a house. Well, I got instructed on it two weeks ago. They put it on hold, got a message yesterday and said, Sam, do you know what? Go full steam ahead. We found a house. So I had all the photos, did this sneak peek, screenshot it, sent it to my vendor on WhatsApp and she went, Oh my God, we were just sat here saying, I wonder if Sam's going to do us a sneak peek. <laughs> really? So they already knew about it before? Yeah, I'll, honestly, after this, I'll show you the message to promise you. And I said to her, just trust me, not every property has a sneak peek. Mm -hmm. um, because, of the amount of con because of the amount of properties I'm putting on, I physically can't do it for every single one, but I really try my hardest too. Mm -hmm. so, and I think that's how I, I was different to other agents when I first went live is because I didn't have the volume of stock, what I did have, when I had that one instruction, I made the biggest story of it ever. One, it made the vendors feel really special. It's not mm. just a random house going online with everyone. And there'd always be a bit of a story behind it. It mm. would be like, like visualize yourself getting your keys and having a bottle of wine in, in this living room on the first night. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember you messaging me saying, this is good stuff, this is good. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, I'd probably say that um, a good 80% of my stock goes on social media now. Um, you do my main visuals that look amazing. I then upload um, pictures of the property. Um, the odd time I put the right move link with it, I did last night just purely because the vendor had requested for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's mainly sneak peeks and then it will be, and then I share them into um, networking groups as well. Great, it's a local group. Now, the thing there is, the sneak peek is a perfect example, is you've not uploaded a post asking for valuations. You've not... Very rare I do that. Very, very rare Sam does this. But what she does is she's consistent with her content. So I'll upload three posts a week. Sam will then upload probably another three, four, five posts a week. You do five, Chris, now? Yeah, well, with the reviews and things. Okay. But normally it'll be around about three. So then... What, what you've got to think is the stuff that you're uploading, what pe- people see that consistency. So, for example, that sneak peek, those people have probably watched five of your sneak peeks and thought, we're going to use her because she uses social in this way. But you yes. never knew that until they actually told you. So you, uh-huh. you can't really quantify where an instructions come from. It might be that they've watched your content for six months and they've maybe seen one of your boards and maybe a flyer. You don't do flyers, but... And then they get in touch. What what I'm trying to get across is there's no hard and fast way to get an instruction from a post. You need to be consistent with it, don't you? You do. And I think I try and share as much with you as possible. So even if you get like a random late night screenshot, but messages that I get, um, I got an instruction in January from it. I followed you from day one. Oh, really? Awesome. Yeah, there is so And then I had the one with the sneak peek clients. They said... um, we just love that you're that you're a strong, independent woman rocking it, and you seem to have a personal aspect to it all. And they'd had other agents out, and she actually said, "I felt like I was a piece of meat in my own lounge, really? desperate for the instruction." And that that's the corporate world. And I even said to her, "I feel for them because I've been there, I've done it, I've got the t-shirt, I was that person." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything for that signature. Whereas now it, it's not about that; it's about my client having an, having an enjoyable process and yeah. enjoy with me so we spoke about what you upload so instagram stories how do you use instagram yeah. stories oh god i wish i could do it all day every day you um, love it you love it don't you? you've said sometimes you've sat there for like two hours and just and i don't i want people listening to this this can be adapted to most businesses so if there's mortgage brokers listening do exactly what sam's talking about here and you're gonna win on social I'm sure I do have time for my family, but <laughs> do I? Um, so my social again. This is so the other week I went live on a really random post. Um, Chris will know, but I've had a lot of work done on my teeth in the last three years. Um, so I put up a post with my before picture and my after picture, and didn't I message you saying the interaction, the comments, how many people that have reached was more than any of my property posts. Love and that. And it's because this is my fucking teeth, these vile yellow crooked teeth <laughs> and my lovely white ones now. Um, but I, and even the next day I was in Waitrose and this one went, oh, Sam, I've seen your post. I love your teeth. Look at the property lady then, more about my teeth. <laughs> but what, what I'm trying to get at is people love to know about you as a person and what you're up to behind the scenes. Yeah. So my stories, I try to show my clients as much about what goes on actually about the property world behind the scenes so i don't know it'd be screenshots of me doing boomerangs of me doing my right move plus 
um, paperwork. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be like, oh, look at these properties that are coming up within my comparable evidence because my EXP is coming up more and more now. Um, I spilt my wheat bicks on, um, <laughs> on my new carpet the other week. Took a picture of it. Oh my God, the people that were like messaging me about it. It did look like dog poo. And everyone was like, <laughs> sure dog poo sound. Um, it could be my little boy had a scholarship, um, a trial for a scholarship the other day. I put a really quick post up about that. And I just think the more they see you as a real person and not just an estate agent, I think, in my opinion, wins you over and makes you stand out against. Definitely. I've got an obsession with Nutella, so that's always on there. <laughs> and that's the thing, when when you when somebody books in an appointment, they pick up that phone to you, and it doesn't matter if you're a butcher, an estate agent, a mortgage broker, it doesn't matter what business you do. If they pick up that phone to you and they already know that you like Nutella, that you spilled Weetabix on the carpet and you've sold a house in Smith Street, yeah. they then feel so much more comfortable speaking to you because they know you from social and it, I suppose it can be a bit creepy sometimes that they're like, oh, how did your boy get on the other day? Like, well, you know, I've had it before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was I Carvery Saturday night, no, um, Sunday night, takeout Carvery, by the way, it was amazing. Um, and I'm in there, I've been painting all day. I did even put a little post in the morning saying, football's cancelled, I'm painting my bathrooms. I had paint all on my leggings, paint all in my hair. And this lady was like, you don't remember me, do you? This was in a queue for the carvery. And I'm like, oh, God, this is going to be a freaking pile. And I just look awful. And she was like, oh, we were born Plymouth Road, but we we, we, we had to pull out because it got downvalued. Uh-huh, like, oh, we're right. not even here anymore. Should I'm on a date? Oh, really? I, <laughs> oh, I could just That's get it. in a carvery. And my hair's full of paint. But, yeah, that just shows you how powerful social media is and... Yeah. Exactly. And that's showing them behind the scenes. So when it comes to sitting down on an evening and reply, what do you actually do? Do you have somebody reply to the messages for you? Do you do it yourself? Um, I do everything myself at the moment. Um, there are times where I feel like I need to pay you some more money to do it. But I don't know if you do that. Chris. Is that another conversation? <laughs> no, at the moment, I need to do it because it, it's personally from me. And God, there'll be ones where, I can't remember what post I did the once, I don't know if it was a bit of an emotional post, um, but one of my first sales that went through, she commented saying, this team is phenomenal. No, she, I think she put something like, Sam's phenomenal. I don't know the team, I haven't met them. I brought my house when Sam first set up, but I've lost my mum since. And she basically, a whole store was there. So how, how could I get you to go and comment to that? You just you just can't, I, I need to comment to that that's personal to me and that's my advice to people is it's get people to create your brand create your posts but the interaction to get the best results you can pay companies to do it but it's very hard to be personal when you're not that particular person it's very very hard to do it and um, I never force being on social media for the girls, but I will say, look, where you can. We did one not so long ago about Ellie, didn't I? I, mm-hmm. I think that's just one that I did because um, Ellie, my apprentice, literally I just like said to her one day, I need you to go in a video. Mm-hmm. And then she's doing this video and I'm like, oh my God, she's only been with me four months. She hasn't even bat an eyelid. <laughs> I've just to get in this video. She hasn't <laughs> And I just had this like proud mum moment. So I did a real like quite heartfelt post about it mm-hmm. and oh my god the the interaction on it was just amazing it was there was parts about ellie mm-hmm. about how amazing she is loads of people commenting saying we've met ellie she's brilliant loads of her family commenting and then there was loads about me as a boss so it just it, it's 
I don't know. That just shows yeah. how much you should be engaging with your audience. And all of this drives the growth of the page. So yeah. if, if you're looking for a quick fix on this podcast with, look, we're going to tell you which hashtags to use and what where to post and what time to post. It's not like that social anymore. There's no quick fix. You need to be consistent, but be personal and be unique to yourself. Now, it's great, perfect kind of sidestep into the team that you were talking about there is you want your team to essentially operate exactly how you operate because that's the service that you offer. Before we get into the team, what do you do? What do your staff do? Because we were speaking about this the other day. Every time somebody misses out on a house, what do you get them to do? Um, so at the moment, God, we're wrapping up to about 10 people off on a house. So we've got to give nine people bad news. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of the time we are sending an email. We will say to people, look, we'll give you the news via an email. If they've got the good news, it's always a phone call. Mm-hmm. Um, but within that email, um, it was Ellie, my apprentice, that set it up. And it just basically in a different colour and a different font it will say um, that we would love to help you find your next property. Please follow us on Facebook. This is where we do lots of sneak peeks. We try and give you as much information about the houses. um, We try and give you as much information about the houses prior to them going on the property portals. Mm -hmm. And it will literally say, click on the F below and click on the I, which F is for Facebook, I is for Instagram. and I could be at an appointment and I literally get back into my car. I know she sent out the nine emails to the people because I'm linked in on them all. And all of a sudden I've got five, six new like page likes, just yeah. like that. And that's that's a great way to do it because you're driving, you've got that Facebook page there. If you don't tell people about it, they're not going to find it. It's very hard to stumble across a Facebook page now. Yeah, and it's not only if they just don't get the house. It's a lot of the time we're fully booked on block viewings. Any estate agents that's listening to this at the moment, and it wasn't like this years ago, but we're limiting it to 10 to 15 max viewings, but there's another 15, 20 people that have inquired. So that's where Ellie will say, look, I'm sorry, the first block viewing's full, follow the page, get ahead of the game. Yeah. I suppose that's what I've always tried to keep the the, the social media page about is let me help you yeah. find out. And I, where I can, I will try and give you the heads up. You, you do those sneak peeks, and but then you also do like the longer form content as well, don't you? And not everybody can do this at the beginning because it's an expensive thing, but you've started to get a videographer in, haven't you? Yeah. And I wanted to talk to you about what you did with Ellie and how you've started integrating Ellie in the team and why have you done the video about Ellie? Um, so, oh God, there's a few reasons why I do the video. There's always a, there's always logic behind it, isn't there? Really it's always a plan. Yes. Um, first things first, I'm noticing that people love to know what goes on behind the scenes and it isn't until you're sat in an appointment where you say to somebody, instruct me to be your agent because we conduct viewings better than any other agent out there. So we don't just open up the door and we do this, we do this, blah, blah, blah. blah. So I decided to have a video of Ellie because she does the majority of the viewings mm. with me separate in a completely different room with a background talking exactly about how it works and how I've trained her. Um, so it's just got Ellie in the video. And the video is amazing, by the way. So it was exactly what I wanted. And I'm going to do more of that about how evaluation's conducted, how the after sales process works, just so that people know what goes on behind the scenes and the thought that goes into it. And can we just give a little shout out to Markel? Because the video, <laughs> if you follow him on Instagram, Markel Knight, his name is, the video is phenomenal. It's And you were... For a guy just, that's set up by himself, going yeah. south. I was I was gobsmacked. So if you're in the Midlands and you need a videographer, this is your guy. Anyway, carry on. (laughs) 
Um, but um, it isn't announced as yet, but it will be on Friday. So by the time this goes out live, it will be out there. But I am expecting a third baby. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. This has been kept under wraps, hasn't it, for so long? Um, I'm nearly halfway. Um, but yeah, so another reason for Ellie being involved in the video is people need to know that when I take a little bit of time out, which won't be the normal nine to 12 months, but I'm hoping for three or four months, mm -hmm. That the that I say, I say the public, my followers, whatever I want to call them, they are in extremely safe hands with my team. Um, yeah. And I think I openly say to people that they have been trying from scratch from me. They haven't come from another company at mm. all. They've got no bad habits. They only know my way, and and that is it. And yeah, the way they need to need that they need to know. And that's including Liz as well. Liz worked at the other company. Um, previous, but you trained her up exactly on sales progression. I looked yep. her in the eye, I knew she was good, and I trained her. Yeah. So the team are little mini Sam Sarones in the, in the way that you want to, and this is again going back to brand. The brand is the way that you look after people. That is how different you are with people. Yeah. So how many hours? Because we've talked about this. How many hours do you spend on social every night? I want people to understand how much effort you actually put into generating these leads. Uh, probably at least about two hours. Two hours a night. And, and was I mean, it more when you, you first... Scroll. Can't You can scroll for hours if you want to. Um, um, I'd, I'd say it's harder work now because of the amount of followers that I've got. Okay, right. The so, amount of messages that I get. The more stories I do, and I said this to the girls, because obviously when I have a little bit of time off, they're going to have access to the admin and they're going to need to do stories themselves. But be prepared. Like The more stories you put up, the more messages you get. It, it's endless so you would say to people just fo focus on stories if you're going to focus if you've only got an hour a day to do stuff would yeah. you focus on posts or stories what would you do to start oh you're, you're asking me a question because i don't do my posts so i wouldn't know it's a good point posts. yeah i could i couldn't flip and do the posts <laughs> so <laughs> stories what you're saying is stories is a direct way for people to get in contact with you oh, oh completely yeah. And the good thing with stories is if you brand your profile image correctly, so with Sam's, what we've done is we've got your um, mint green colour on there. If that's used correctly, what will happen, even if nobody views your story, your face will be at the top of everybody's feed. I do it when I'm on Instagram. I might not look at the stories, but I'm like, oh, John Smith, I've seen his face now. If it's a company, just it lasts in my mind and it brings you to the forefront of my mind then. It, it's, it exactly does that. Yeah. So what are you going to do then moving forward? How are the girls going to take on the social media? What are they going to do? Because if you're going to be off three or four months, they they obviously see you doing social media a lot of the time. So for the listeners, this is perfect, because what are you going to say to them to upload? Chris, this is a conversation we haven't even had yet. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know. Ellie's very creative. She's my yeah, she is, yeah. artist. So I think... I think my advice to them would be just show the audience as much about you as possible. So for example, on a Saturday, I don't, I very rarely work Saturdays because I've got football with my eldest, but Ellie will be out all day, but she'll send me pictures. I'll say, right, I want three or four pictures today. So I'm uploading, she got soaked the other week and she said I had an egghead. So I've got a picture up of her with her message actually saying, Sam, oh my God, you shouldn't post this. I've got an egghead. Um, <laughs> she'll she'll get little pictures of the pointer boards when she's out. Um, but anything, even like Tani that does all my admin, she works from home with the, with the 
she's got three children. Mm-hmm. Let's interact them. Let's bring them into the equation. Yeah. Um, Liz works from home three days a week. So let's get some pictures of her with her headset on. And there's nothing wrong in, I don't know, having a stressed out face. And it's like, oh my God, it's one of them days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, that leads us actually perfectly. Tell us the story about when you lost an instruction. So you turned a negative into essentially a piece of comment sorry a piece of content that was then perceived quite positively wasn't it yes yeah, so going back earlier where we mentioned about I was at the swimming calf and the lady said oh you're the property lady mm. that's when I'd got a message that I'd lost that in instruction so she'd give me the go ahead I think the day before mm-hmm. um this is where I have a little mini rant I get lots of messages from women that say I love your brand I love what you do. I love what you've done I want to support a local business please come out and put my house on the market um, and I do find now that the majority of houses that I go to, I don't have to sit in the living room and fight for them like mm-hmm. I used to have to at Countrywide. And that's what's that's another thing that we could talk about later. Is that's what social media has done for me. Mm-hmm. It, it, it makes my life a lot easier getting the instructions because they already know about me and how I work. Yeah. So she sat, I, I, I rearranged my diary. I got in for her because she said, oh, I had another agent out. We discussed the fees. This is all over Instagram. This is over DMs. So all the hard work's done before you walk through that living room. Yeah, and we sit in the living room. We go through all. She's so complimentary of the business to the point that you're like, okay, chill, all right. She likes me. This is good. Um, We then send over the contract the following day and book the photos in, to which I get an email saying, oh, actually, Sam, I'm so sorry. I've gone with another agent. Yeah, where's that come from? You're like, what, what the hell? Like... So um, cut a long story short, it went backwards and forwards. And not, not that I can, that I'm not that I'm in a position where I can be picky and choosy, but I won't sit there and force somebody to use me. If they don't want to use me, it's fine. And the reason why I'm not going to force them is that's not in my nature. Mm-hmm. My business is about helping people. And in return, the relationship, it, it, it is a relationship that they put into me as much as I'm putting into them. And if yeah. that lady hasn't got what I've got for her, then the relationship just isn't going to work anyway. Um, so I wished her good luck and whatever. So I just wrote a post and the post was really professional. You ever see the post where you're like, this is what I wrote. This is what I really wanted. To yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, lost an instruction today. And I led it on to absolutely gutted, not going to lie. I know I'm the better agent for this particular client. I know I could have showcased their property better than any other local agent. Hey ho, can't win them all. That's all it was. Yeah. But she literally messaged it about 11 o'clock at night saying, Sam, I'm so sorry. And this long message, I was like, you don't need to be sorry. I'm just so passionate about my job that it, it hurts. I can't win them all. You can't. And it just shows that you're showing the the human side of you. Yes, yes. That's what you're so out there. Like my main competitor that are all over everywhere in, in Redditch, you go on their Instagram post, their page, their Facebook, it's just property, 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 property. There's mm-hmm. no story. There's nothing there about the clients. There's no, we've got a WhatsApp message the other day that I shared on one of my stories. And it literally just said, you're amazing. So many people want to go on the market with maybe cheaper agents um, but they don't get the service that you offer and we feel like we've, we've gained a best friend and that that's what it's about. That's And, and your friends are always going to give you business. They're always going to come back to you yeah. when they're selling in the future. Just before that's we kind of... Pardon? About Ellie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, so Ellie, um, Ellie was one of your clients 
daughters, wasn't it? And you've all obviously become really good friends with her now. Um, it just proves that relationships kind of conquer all, don't they? Before we finish, just talk to us about, you were talking about how when you walk into the living room with somebody, you're already, you don't have to do much work because all of those social media posts and all of that interaction beforehand has essentially done the job for you. And we haven't really touched on figures, but you get 80% of your leads through social media, don't you? If not more. Yeah. You've never can you've canvassed once in two years. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy to say that. You never mm. send out any touting letters. Oh, it's not me. It's not me. No. So you have just generated all of this business through social media, word of mouth or referrals from the likes of like Kate or Redditch Mortgage Advice. She will always refer people to you because she believes in what you do and, and vice versa. But how does social media allow you to sit in that living room and just win instructions? Um, being consistent, being yeah. consistent with your message. And you probably hit the nail on the head early on in the in the podcast, which is all I want to do is help people. And I love what I do. And I just want to help them on their journey. And I'd, I'd like to think that every post that we put live always resonates to that. Yeah. So I think that loads of people even just sort of say when I sit there that all of a sudden I feel like I already know you. Or they'll be like, oh my God, it's actually nice to actually properly see you instead of just on the camera. <laughs> but Chris, that, that has been done through the hard work that... You always say you throw it back to me because you're like, Sam, it's all down to you. I then throw it over to you. But the teamwork that we've put into it since, I mean, come on, let, we used to talk about it at our previous job. What yeah. would this look like if we went alone? <laughs> we actually did, didn't we? We were like, I wonder, I wonder what would happen if I run the marketing and you run the estate agent. And it's essentially what's happened. But what's amazing to see is that the team, and I want to give a shout out to the team because they have been phenomenal, kind of Ellie, Tani and Liz, they all get that message. Everybody's pulling in the same direction. So if you're listening to this and you're a team of an estate agency or mortgage brokers, you need to make sure that everybody is pulling in the right direction, not just in the business, but on social as well, that everybody wants to see the development on social media. Because if, if, you haven't, if they haven't got that passion for it, it's very hard for it to be genuine I think that's yeah. what I'm trying to say there yeah and I don't this isn't obviously Chris you're phenomenal don't get me wrong but there's been the odd time when there's been a mistake hasn't there and they've yep. picked up on it before me yeah so yeah and that's how good they are that's what I'm saying I might have uploaded there was an issue with the video one of the days yeah. and it, it wasn't in sync and I got a text from Ellie at like half ten at night going Chris why is the video out and I, I felt terrible you Sam know. didn't know because I hadn't checked it but in, there was a glitch in Instagram it wasn't me just in case anyone out there is listening but it was a glitch in Instagram but it was great because that means that your staff are consuming the content they want to check it's right yeah. and that just stands you in perfect stead for having the little one you've got a team behind you that's going to be able to, to take this business and what happens behind closed doors but we can comment for where we've been before mm -hmm. and not not every team member is on the same 100%. vision on the same ship or whatever you want to call it and hand on heart my three girls are just phenomenal i'd rather because i've debated whether i'd bring someone else in and i just think the i think i'm going to have a really close friend help out with viewings yeah I think that's the way we've gone through it but I just thought at a precious time, I'm not going to bring someone else in that could change the dynamic when I'm not about. So sometimes yeah. this is best. So just be genuine on social media and be consistent. That's how be you grow. Yeah, be, be you. Yeah. Be consistent and probably let your followers know more about you as an individual. Than the actual service that you offer. The actual service, yeah. Like go and show them all your teeth. 
<laughs> but it's having it is having that balance as well. You've still got to talk about business, haven't you, in between? Because you can't just be all personal. This is what I do. This is what I do. Yeah. What do you actually do for a business? It needs to be that mix, doesn't it? Of course you do. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Right. I'm going to leave it there, Sam. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been a pleasure to have you on again. How long have we done? That's 36 minutes. Yeah, awesome. that's good. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Sam. Speak to you thank soon. You. Bye. So thank you very much for listening. If you feel this podcast brought you any value at all, I'd be extremely grateful if you could leave me a review on the podcast, little five stars, and subscribe to keep you up to date with all future episodes. We can also connect on social, so you can get me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn, all with the handle social for brokers. Look forward to hearing from you and connecting with you all.